0: How do you, like, keep that motivation and keep it going? I've been doing it for, like, two years now, but it's like, times where I'm like, man, I don't even know where I can find this so it's hard to give it off to somebody
1: else. You gotta dig deep, bruh. Like, I'm talking about you gotta dig deep. If you motivated by the money or the followers and shit like that, it ain't gonna be enough. More than anything, watching any video that you find on YouTube ain't gonna be enough. Man, you gotta dig deep. I done got kids that I cut in my garage that done overdosed on pills in my community, man. Like, that's why I do what I do. To make sure that no kid in my community feel like they are gonna be stuck to that shit. My little brother need motivation, my mom ain't retired yet So I won't stop till that shit is done And that shit should be enough to wake me up I-, I know you got somebody close to your life right now You got your mom, you got your brother, you got somebody That needs you more than you need them And a lot of people waiting for your dream to happen so they can take the first step And I know for damn short, aside from any fucking house or car that I could buy There's kids in my community that battle the demons every day And they look up at me waiting to see some shit happen so they can take the first step That's what wakes me up every day. I'm telling you bro. if it's just the surface level shit I want to be fucking verified on the gram. I want to fucking money in my bank. That shit ain't nothing You get that shit and realize it ain't gonna fulfill you I'm here to change the way that people see other people I want to change the way that you see people that look like us or sound like us that come from places that we come from And I'll die before I get there man like that's the shit that you gotta wake up every day and chase Not just the bullshit that you see every day and the videos you find on YouTube fuck all that like Nobody been through what you've been through, and your mom, and your brother, your dad, or somebody fucking needs you, man. You gotta find that. You find that shit, you ain't gonna stop.
2: Welcome back to another episode of Talk Court Fantasy Football League podcast. I am your host, Nate. You can find me on Twitter at Natera530, all socials at Natera530. You can find our podcast and our show at Talk Court Pod on all socials as well. Today, I am joined by a long, quiet, ghosted guest. I don't know if it's, we didn't ghost you, you ghosted us. But, and you ghosted the entire internet for a long time. Tony, Fifty Eight West King podcast, how's it going?
3: I think it's important, you know, sometimes we take a step back hit the reset button, make sure we're nice and refreshed. That way when we come on these types of things, we're able to speak about things that, you know, you guys haven't heard about, but I'm glad to be back. Glad that the show is back. I was very excited to see a new Taco Corp episode last week in my podcast feed. As Terrence put it very nicely, I've had this massive Taco Corp sized hole in my heart the past few months, so thank you, Nate.
2: Cool, I'm all about filling your holes, Tony. Anyways, today we're gonna go over, the standard stuff in our podcast. Go over what's on our mind, top of mind. Manager on manager. We'll ask each other questions. Some news and notes in the sports realm. We will cover a draft, rants and raves, and then finish it out with a banger week to get you going for the rest of the week. So, starting it out, Tony, what's on your mind coming into this week? Out of the last week, whatever it may be,
3: what's on your mind? C- couple things. Uh, first one's Formula One. I don't know if anyone wants to hear about that, but David got me hooked uh, when he visited. Uh, I don't know, six months ago, seven months ago. So I've watched most of the practices. I've watched all of the Grand prix I watched the sprint yesterday. I watched the race this morning. Uh, I'm hooked. Uh, I'm rooting for the Haas teams. They suck, but they both got the points, I believe, uh, today, and that's two weeks in a row, I think, or two races in a row.
2: Two so, races in a row, double points for the Haas boys, USA go, USA. go
3: Haas! They're either in a wall or they're getting points now, apparently. So we'll take it. Uh, other know, thing like is the Haas
2: boys because they're American.
3: The Haas team, it's an American day. team.
2: Oh, so are you going to be like a Leeds United fan in uh, EPL?
3: No, 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 absolutely not. Uh,
2: they're they're owned by uh, the guys who own the Niners, and then they have a bunch of U.S. stars on the team now. Definitely
3: so. not, then, as a Rams fan, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other thing is UV, uh, the UV index, UV saturation. Uh, it's in the high 90s here in Colorado Springs uh, you told me it's, it's in the low 100s mid 100s where okay. you're at in Vegas so I just want to let you guys know if you weren't tracking uh, for every 1000 feet you're at above sea level in elevation uh, the UV penetration is 8% higher and that compounds obviously as you get higher so here in Colorado Springs I think we did the math and we're like in the mid 40s so you're getting hammered on days like mm-hmm. today put mm-hmm. your sunscreen on
1: put
2: your sunscreen you're on. welcome just wear long sleeves
3: so I'm in Vegas right
2: now, right, and it's it's been up to like 114. It's like 108 right now. Yeah, and I find that when I wear long sleeves, I feel cooler mm-hmm. because the sun is not beating on my skin. It's like one of those old uh, what do you call those uh, those peach picking tricks, right? Like you're out in the orchards, you're out, you know, picking fruit and stuff like that for a summer job. Mm -hmm. that's what that's what it's like man you always see those guys they're always wearing long sleeves big hats stuff like that keep the sun off of you but it actually kind of keeps you cooler people look at me all weird like oh what are you doing wearing long sleeves it's like 110 like yeah but i'm not roasting right now yeah
3: cotton or like a synthetic like a blend
2: like a blend so kind of like this little like zip up jacket thing i have it's super thin right shout out sam's club eight dollars what's up so cool anything else on your mind Ah, that's about it What about chelsea chelsea's owned by part of the dodgers
3: i i already have man city i know you don't like it you don't approve but that's it i got one team over there i don't do this two team nonsense i don't do this two team nonsense nope nope man city
2: anyways what's on my mind uh charlotte claire just won a grand prix for the first time in what feels like forever super fast way better in tracks without very long long straightaways Mm -hmm. right um so the ferrari car starting to starting to see that it has a lot more pace coming in and out of turns a lot it feels like a lot better handling not really but it's just the way that they take turns and they're able to get in and out of them so i think out of those uh more curvy tracks more street style ish a little bit they'll probably have a lot more to offer going forward for the rest of the season. Interested to see what the second half looks like. A lot of DNFs for the Ferrari boys. And yeah. Leclerc only, I think, 38 points, 28 points behind. I think it's 38 points behind mm-hmm. Verstappen. Interesting what, what, what it could be like if there weren't so many DNFs. Um, so many DNFs, so many strategy things that the Ferrari guy has messed up. Uh, another thing that is on my mind is I don't understand how people reside in Las Vegas. Like people live here and it's nowhere near anything and it's in the middle of the desert and your summers are just blazing hot for no reason. There's no wind. If there is, it's like you're putting a blow dryer directly in front of your face and going for it. Um, it just seems very uh, negative EV when you're, when you're looking at your quality of life. Uh, what else is on my mind? I had a talk with a dude we were going to work the other day about like what the hell are we doing we're on a rock in the middle of nowhere that's just spinning around some big flaming ball and Mm -hmm. we're the only planet that has all this infrastructure and we keep building and building and building and why Mm -hmm. and it's like we have jobs and we have jobs so we could pay for housing and living expenses and all these other things and your quality of life but then you do that so then you can have stuff to come home to after you go to work and it's just this mm-hmm. never-ending cycle of bullshit and for what yeah. and whoever we basically came down to one we don't know what the hell the meaning of life is we're not going to get into that here because we're trying to keep this under an hour because tony just bet me on the over and we're already there and whoever invented money is an asshole. so whoever invented was it the romans
3: was it my was it my people did my people do yeah. that
2: yeah, all of a sudden you're it. Roman. All of a sudden you're fucking 300 <laughs> over here. Get the hell out of here, Julius Caesar. Um, Caesar's Palace, not pager friendly, just in case you are wondering and you're coming here with your pager. So not very 5G friendly either. Nowhere is 5G friendly. I'm finding out. I've upgraded my phone. It has 5G. It's
3: on. Oh, shit. Did you turn it off and turn it back on again?
2: I've unplugged it also, and uh, it doesn't it doesn't do well, so... 5g i believe really relies on the network of 5g and everybody else on 5g so until everybody's there then it's really not going to be something because it's supposed to be like fully interconnected because it doesn't really do well with obscura uh, same kind of thing that ford lte started with until everybody got on it then it oh you okay. can't
3: you can't just start throwing terms like that out you got to describe what obscure is for the people
2: obscura is anything that is in the way of a propagated radio wave uh (laughs) so building (laughs) building signs uh your signal moves through the sky Shit that gets in its way Mm -hmm. from moving in the sky think a bird bird can't fly as good going straight because it's going to run into something however the bird can fly around it really easily and get to where it's going radio wave it makes it a little bit difficult fig so
3: can we also do some pyramid math I'm, I'm down for that right now we'll
2: do some pyramid math no we're not getting that nerdy on this thing so that's what's on my mind meaning of life ferrari's back Signs had a reliability issue that's very really scary his car just legit caught on fire with like yeah. 15 laps ago. like what the fuck, man you're it's not ideal man they could end up with reliability they might might have been able to compete for a championship it's going to be difficult though so anyways moving on to manager manager so as you stated earlier tony you know um you need to you need a break to be able to talk about the heavy stuff when you come on here so we want to hear all that you have to say about roe v wade
3: all right are you, are you <laughs> serious no right mind? now no. we're gonna smash no. We're going to (laughs) smash the over if that's the case.
2: No, no. We already did some of that stuff the other day at your house. It was pretty fun. But uh, anyways, all right, so you guys heard the sound. And, Tony, you heard the sound at the beginning of this podcast by Vic Blenz. He's a barber out of the Atlanta, Georgia area, stuff like that. He's become kind of a motivational speaker. He made his entire kind of thing on giving out free haircuts and having conversations, and his socials blew up. And now he's one of the biggest – People out there in the social media world, but I wanted to ask you what keeps you going and what keeps you waking up and what fulfills you.
3: So I listened to the clip. Not really familiar with the guy, but definitely uh, motivational, inspirational. Maybe not articulated in the best way, but I I dig it. I listened to it a couple times. But uh, for me, I guess these days it's probably just providing, you know, for the family keeping the roof over the head, food on the table, and then at the same time, like investing uh, in our future. So I can retire like in my early 50s, right? I'm not trying to work uh, until I, you know, step foot, you know, six feet under. Uh, So thinking about all that stuff, um, you know, supporting the wife, supporting the kids, giving them a better life kind of than what me and the wife had uh, when we were kids and kind of growing up. So I think that's probably the biggest motivator for me.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, it's, I don't know. I'm into, like, legacy. What what my name is at the end of the day, right? Like, what people remember me by. I think one cool thing, I mean, you know, I listen to a lot of Gary Vee stuff, follow a lot of his stuff, you know, but he always talks about he wants to have, like, the biggest funeral of all time. (laughs) Like, however many people want to come to his funeral, Mm -hmm. right? And I'm kind of into that, too, right? Just leaving a mark. I forget who it was, but I was listening to something else earlier that caught my eye. And it was talking about... I think it might have been Kevin Hart or something like that. It came through my Instagram feed, but he was talking about what is uh, success, or you know, what is making it basically is like leaving an imprint and uh, positively, positively impacting like the people around you, right? Being a positive influence to those people and inspiring Mm -hmm. to them so that they can be inspiring to other people and stuff like that. And I think about that a lot, like with my kids mostly, right? So. You know, not trying to make some grand, like, you know, million people at my funeral thing. But, like, if my kids can take what my story is and turn that into into something that keeps them going to be, to take it another step, right? Like, you Mm -hmm. talk about for you and your, you and your wife creating a better life for that than you guys had so that your kids have a better life. And kind of stepping stones to, Mm -hmm. you know, be, have your family name in a better situation than what it is when you left. So, Mm -hmm. I one thing I do right and I don't think I've I think I maybe talked to like two people about this I don't know if I've told you before but like every day I write something like I write in the morning or I write at night like what my day was like um just thoughts in my head what's going on in my life or whatever like that so I've been doing that for a couple years now so I just have like books like journal books and like notebooks full of like my life right essentially like that so you know maybe one day it becomes interesting enough to like put together a little book or something like that you know sit with someone maybe not published maybe published I don't know but shit that you go through and then hopefully you you know not hopefully but you know as you come out of stuff and then you become whatever you wanted to be and live a fulfilling life something that means something to you then someone else can read that stuff when they're in a downhole so Mm -hmm. yep, that's me so what you got for me
3: uh, I like that. What kind of journals are you using? Using these little composition notebooks? What do you, what do you got
2: so, there? So I go through composition notebooks. I have binders, which is loose paper. Um, any Whatever was like on sale at the time, I would just buy like 10 of them. Okay. Um, and, and just try to write through it. So in my garage, I have like two boxes, I think it is. Two of those large Lowe's boxes, moving boxes, just mm-hmm. like full of notebooks, essentially, so. And I just write in it, and it kind of helps me, like, you know, get through whatever I'm going through. And then, all right, I've said it somewhere, you know, because I don't, I talk to people about what I got going in life, but a lot of times I don't. So, yeah. you know, not everything at least, or, you know, all the deep, deep shit. So I get that out, and then it kind of helps me just keep going. So.
3: Yeah, a little bit of uh, self-therapy. Is there some type yep. of, I don't know, thought in your mind of stitching all this together at one point point, making a, a Nate Molinais memoirs? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I think that's what
2: it's for, right? So I I have them in like their inboxes by year right now. And then maybe one day I'll go through it and like try to break it up. So that is I have like a piece of tape essentially on Mm -hmm. the top, like masking tape or whatever, with like what month it is and whatever. So that you can go through it chronologically if you want. But maybe it's just something for when I die or whatever like that, you know, and people want to go through it and be like, yo, I remember this time. of
3: then let's read about it, you know, something like that. So. Damn. Yeah. You got the Nate Molyneux archives. I love it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so my question, uh, I know you love to draft. So, for managers in this league only, Taco Corp Fantasy Football League, you have to put together a team of five to emulate arguably the greatest boy band of all time. You can be the manager or you can be part of the band, doesn't matter. In sync, who are you going with? Fire oh, it's members. me. Okay. Assume, I'm I'm the number assume, one overall. JT, are you Timberlake?
2: yeah i'm just okay all right i'm the best looking person in this entire league i'm not gonna and then when everybody else falls out i'm gonna be the one who who stays right all right um matt graham he's gonna be my lance bass Bass. yep um uh shoot who else is there octavio because we need a we need a brown guy okay need like a real brown guy and he knows all the songs and everything like that so and i'm pretty sure he already knows all the dances so we'll yeah. take octavio is
3: who's who's he gonna be is he gonna be the guy with the the hair like the, the no nah, not the dreads or
2: maybe the uh uh patrick shoot.
3: yeah Kirk patrick was good. the dude with like yeah. the the long dreads or whatever yeah 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 okay like the cornrows and braids and stuff yep. like that yep, yeah yep. We'll,
2: we'll take him we'll do Nick, so that we can get the Shire audience, because I don't think we're going to get that with anything else. So we need to be able to, you know, attack the Lord of the Rings folks and all that kind of stuff. Um, Anything from the Chocolate Factory as well.
3: Yeah. Uh, it's it's very important that you hit your demographics. That's yeah. I think that's the purpose of insane right?
2: This is all yep. whatever you call that, right? So um, is
3: he you see he the JC or see the Joey Fatoni? He's the Joey Fat one. Yeah, Joey he's fat the
2: Joey one. Fat one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then oh, who's the last one?
3: Uh, I gotta, it's not they better gonna, have good hair. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, your 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 options are limited here
2: so we need i think we have a lot of personality already and nick while he he can be quiet like when he gets going he gets going type of thing right so we need someone who can stay balanced and even when it's like chaotic can kind of just relax so it it would be either between be between you or brandon and i think see brandon's like the easy choice because brandon's the one who makes all the videos and stuff like that but i think we're gonna take you because you're gonna be the one who remains quiet and is like hey we need to stay on budget. I got a spreadsheet. You got spreadsheets for everything, and we need something like that within it to keep the nucleus going, so we can get you to do all the work. We have all the fun. Matt gets all the dudes. I get all the chicks. Nick gets all the jewelry, and and we're good to go. Nice. You know? And Octavio has someone to bring in to cook. So
3: I, I like it. Go. I'll do yeah. some uh, some graphic design for you and get you get you something for this episode. Oh, thanks. thanks.
2: I love it thumbnail I need a thumbnail yep got it I got you <laughs> cool is that what is that what you would do who would you pick? I'm going with
3: that I'm going with that that's way better than what I had let's do that okay okay
2: cool all right so moving on to news and notes we're making good time here 2017 minutes so news wow. and notes so USC and UCLA have decided to part ways with the Pac-12 and will be heading to the Big Ten in 2024 what are your thoughts on this move and what does it mean to you going forward for college football One, are you a big college football fan?
3: I do watch it. Um, Obviously, I don't have the bandwidth to watch football all day Saturday and all day Sunday, Monday, sometimes on Thursdays, et cetera. So I watch it if there's like a primetime game on, but I'm not dedicated like like you guys, you, Matt, uh, Trey, and others in our league. But uh, the move's funny to me. Like, I feel like it kind of came out of left field, but not only can that part of the U.S. not read a map, obviously you've seen me and matt or matt and i discuss the mid-east mid-east thing they think they're the midwest when they're actually the mid-east but yeah. after ucla and usc join they're gonna have what six, is it 16 teams or 14 now yeah and yet they're the conference that is still called the big 10. so i think we need to take a serious look at the education system in the middle east that's all i'm yeah. saying yeah Do you i don't think know I, go ahead.
2: conferences matter in college football
3: I think it does. Um, I think when you look at like the SEC, a a couple of those top teams, they get a bump right in rankings at the beginning of the season, the AP poll or whatever, uh, BCS, just because of strength of schedule. I got uh, quotations Mm up. So I think having USC and UCLA uh, mixed in with some really good teams uh, in the Big Ten, I think that'll help not only the conference, but USC and UCLA as well. So I think it benefits both parties.
2: So I think that the NCAA isn't going to last another five years. Ever since NIL came out, right? And athletes can be paid and stuff like that. There's no reason for the NCAA. Like what are they governing? Drugs, right? Like that's about it. There's nothing else there. I think it is setting it up for there to be absolutely no conferences. And I think that what's going to happen is like the top say 50 teams, right? 50, 40 teams, teams that actually Mm -hmm. matter, schools that actually kind of matter it'll it i think it'll be end up getting set up sort of like how premier league you know european soccer is right you're going to have that's going to be your fbs you know your cfp teams that can make the playoffs essentially because they're the only ones who are ever going to be good enough to do so and then under that you're going to have you might have conferences underneath some whatever double a type of thing one double a or whatever it may be right division two and i don't think any of those top teams are going to ever going to be in conferences i think conferences really conferences was were made back in the day because it kept things regionally aligned because of the amount of funds that were available for teams to travel Mm -hmm. right the big thing with notre dame being an independent and everybody hated it is because they got a lot of money from basically the church essentially right like that would run the programs and all that kind of stuff and uh the alumni and all those type of things to be able to get they were the one team that they're the first team to go travel out west that's why they have a rivalry with usc or usc right that's why they have a rivalry with army right they were one of the only they are two of the oldest programs in history but notre dame was able to go there to west point right and things like that so i think you're going to end up seeing the top 50 or so teams end up being independent eventually because it makes no sense why do i have to go play Northwestern, why do I have to play a team like Indiana because they're in my conference when it hurts me as a team? Like, I think people are understanding now that as it currently is, you have to go undefeated basically, or one loss in a t- conference where your other team is like undefeated, mm-hmm. right? And it makes no sense. The teams who win the Super Bowl lose multiple games, yeah. right? And they're the best team of all the best players and athletes, whatever, right? But if I'd rather see some team be eight and two, seven and three, or however many games. Right? They play twelve games, ten and two, making it into the college football playoff because they're one of the top four teams in the country. Rather than, mm-hmm. well, they lost a game to so and so, so now they are, now they can only be fifth. Right? I think the playoff will expand something mm-hmm. like probably like twelve teams or something like that, and then ten to twelve teams and i I think that's going to end up happening within like the next five years because there's no point in the conference if you have nil money right your your players can pay stuff your teams are going to get sponsorships that they never got before because they're not based off conferences everybody's starting to get their own television network deals and stuff like that it just it doesn't make any sense to have some governing body regionally locate things when regionally locating when you have stupid amounts of money floating around it's just not necessary anymore so team like usc okay we can go play over here now we're going to be in that area now we can go maybe down south a little bit more or something like Mm -hmm. that because we're already halfway there you know stuff like that so that's what i think is going to end up happening i don't like conferences i think it's dumb but that's because i'm a notre dame guy and i never (laughs) never want notre dame to pick a conference and they did just because of covid Mm -hmm. is the only real reason why they ended up i think they did it like right before but that all their other sports joined the ACC. So then when shit hit the fan and like you aren't gonna be able to play, it was like, oh, we'll play six games over here basically so that we can play football because teams aren't gonna make room for an independent in there. Yeah.
3: So. I, I agree that there's definitely some change that needs to happen. Two things though. Uh, one, I know the NIL, you know, people can now, or teams can now pay their players openly. Uh, if, you, mm-hmm. if you didn't believe that players were getting paid before, like I've got a bridge. To sell you, right? Like, how naive do you have to be? Like, sure, it's it's public now, but it was happening before. How many how many FBI investigations have we seen, right? With uh, third parties, Adidas, Nike, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. The other thing, I I just see I just see it being difficult to like unstitch all of these TV deals that all of these conferences have. How are you going to do it? All of these yeah. conferences and all these schools have. Are they all going to yeah. expire at the same time? You'd have to collectively negotiate like new TV deals um, with whatever the NCAA would look like five years from now right so it's just a lot of a lot of zeros uh that stuff I'm not smart enough to figure all that out but I see that as like a major roadblock for the change that should happen right
2: yep cool moving on the Bears have traded not the Bears the Browns have traded Baker Mayfield to the Panthers for a 2024 conditional pick the Browns are also paying 10 million of the 14 million that's owed Mm -hmm. to Baker this year with the Panthers paying the other four. And he took 18 million of that and converted of the rest of his salary and converted it into team incentives with the Panthers. Kind of weird that it's not like individual incentives, right? But team performance. So just to get himself out of there and facilitate the deal. And now he's joining a quarterback room with the third overall pick when he was the first overall pick in the 2018 draft in Sam Darnold. What are your thoughts on... Baker to the Panthers plus minus any any impact to other players you're excited about. You punt for Baker. Should he be the starter? Should Sam Darnold be the starter? When you Sam
3: talking? Darnold's trash. Anything coming out of USC <laughs> is trash. Yes. That is Resident accurate. UCLA fan. Uh, I like it for Baker. I, I do like it. He gets another shot on a team with some decent talent. You know, they got Robbie Anderson, maybe a fading star. DJ Moore, ascending star. Uh, CMC, dude just needs to stay on the field. Decent defense, but I don't think Carolina, I don't think they're very well coached. Uh, Matt Rule, um, Ben McAdoo, I believe, is their offensive coordinator. So I don't mm-hmm. think the ceiling is like crazy high for those guys. DJ Moore gets a bump. Robbie Anderson probably gets a bump, maybe a little higher floor for him. And then I think CMC stays the same regardless of who his quarterback is. He did what he did. What was it, 2019, where he was like 150 points above the number two yeah. running back? He did that with what Cam Newton, right? Yeah. Not the most prolific passer. So it's just meh other than that.
2: What about Terrence Marshall? You know, ain't got no love for Terrence Marshall, Terrence Marshall.
3: Well, I think if CMC stays on the field, it'll be a run first team and a lot of that passing volume will get funneled to cmc so it'll just be limited whatever marshall can get if anderson goes down dj moore misses sometimes sure marshall gets a bump but i don't know yeah i just don't don't think it's too high like offensively for that team
2: yeah i think baker ends up starting there i don't see why they wouldn't start him They're i think they're paying sam donald way more money but it doesn't matter like you're you gotta win ball games and you just trade it. And granted, they basically stole Baker Mayfield, right? Yeah. Like the Browns fucked up. They should have tried to trade him before the draft, um or before all all the news of like him wanting to get out, right? And stuff like that. So because they had absolutely no leverage. So mm-hmm. and they're paying all his money or whatever. But um interesting to see what happens with uh Matt's, you know, favorite quarterback this year, Deshaun Watson going forward as well for his cases and stuff like that whether he gets suspended or not um you know i'm sure he'll get suspended at some for something but
3: Mm -hmm.
2: you know there's there's no actual charges that are like on him he's not convicted of anything like i mean he's got charges put up against him but you know they have their conduct policies yeah nflpa has the
3: personal (laughs) conduct stuff dudes in the past have been innocent or Maybe they settled out of court, right? And there was no criminal mm-hmm. aspect to the cases, and they still served time. But Big Ben yeah. got like four or six games or something. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: yeah. Ray Lewis is off the hook in, in the, uh, in the murdered, Hall of Fame now.
3: Murdered somebody. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> also, with yeah. Baker, I forgot to mention it. Uh, Matt Rule, like his job, he's on the hot seat, right? So, I think he'll start the better quarterback in that quarterback room uh, in Baker Mayfield. Otherwise, yeah. he's out, right? They got to win games. I think he's out either yeah. way, but...
2: Yeah, and then Sam Darnold becomes a career backup for the rest of the time. Yeah. So. Uh, all right, moving on. As draft season is right around the corner here for fantasy football, this is the shit that we care about. What are your initial thoughts on the fantasy football year coming up? What are you excited for? What is something that you're not looking forward to or anything else that you got going on when you think about the fantasy football season coming up?
3: Uh, So through all the mock drafts I've done, best ball drafts I've already knocked out. I do like what I'm seeing. I don't know if that's just like excitement for the fantasy football season and just NFL uh, in general. But um, what I've seen so far, typically we have like a running back dead zone, but this year it seems like there's some decent options that are falling in that range. And for anyone not familiar, that's uh, rounds three through six, I think most of the time. But this year we have guys like Cam Akers, AJ Dillon, Ezekiel Elliott, Uh, Brees Hall Travis Etienne and JK Dobbins I know there's the ACL thing he's still coming back from but those are some pretty good names if you do end up going like wide receiver wide receiver in rounds one and two um, or wide receiver quarterback a lot of people like pulling the trigger on Josh Allen Justin Herbert early so I think you definitely have some better options this year versus years past
2: you think people are going to go heavy running back early again
3: it's tough to say some of the mocks I've done with like real people It's running back heavy even though you have three receiver spots to fill right which is what taco corp is so i I think they just want like a bell cow like they'll go jonathan taylor and then maybe come back with uh you know etn or zeke early they'll pull the trigger and just get two of those guys and then it's not what are your thoughts on
2: what are your thoughts on etn like we haven't even seen him play and they still got james robinson sitting there who has done nothing but perform
3: True, but that running back room is Travis Etienne and some dude named Snoop Connor until James Robinson comes back. (laughs) So I I think with running backs, you know, you know this. It's not always about like how good they are, how much talent they have, how explosive they are. It's mostly about volume, and I think he'll get volume early on. And if he delivers, he's going to catch some passes. Right, we care about PPR and Taco Corp. If he delivers and has that volume and makes the best out of the opportunity, he's going to turn that into you know a season long. performance for us
2: and then you mentioned Zeke why do you think Zeke is going at the end of like round two (laughs) into round three when all he does is rush for a thousand yards he didn't have the touchdowns last year
3: Nah, it's Tony Pollard hype everybody loves Tony Pollard why He's not Um, gonna
2: get the ball. He's not the running back there. Yeah, people don't- They
3: pay Ezekiel Elliott like 30
2: fucking million dollars a year. Like this doesn't matter to Jerry Jones. Yeah. And he performs. It's not like he didn't perform. He didn't get the touchdowns, but- So Zeke was the RB7
3: overall last year. Not bad, but he was drafted in the first round. I think that was the issue a lot of people had. He was
2: RB7 last year Mm -hmm. with everything that everybody's in love with Tony Pollard. Yep. So if it's the same, the problem... And I, don't, I don't see Tony Pollard taking a bigger step because that's not how finances work in the NFL. Yeah. Why isn't Zeke a top 7 to 10 running back taking hey, off the sh- board?
3: Hey, keep it... Don't say it too loud. He's a value right now, <laughs> Nate, all right? <laughs> I know, but it's not going to be because people are going
2: to wake up to it because you none of you assholes like to draft before the preseason starts. None of you guys do, and it's bullshit. <laughs> like, if we drafted right now, we knew it would be over. So...
3: I mean, I... I've got my eyes open too. I'm not blind. Yeah. But yeah, Zeke's also getting paid. I think it's like 12 or 13 mil this year. Like Jerry Jones is not going to ignore that. They're going to make sure they get their money's worth. Right. So you're yeah. looking at three or touches, uh, as long mm. as he stays healthy. But, uh, I think the problem people have was like, it was RB seven, but he wasn't winning you any weeks. Right. He wasn't losing you a week, but I think he finished, uh, I want to say RB two, like mid RB two in terms of fantasy points per game PPR. So it was like, I want to say 14 or 12. It was something like not crazy. It was just like, eh. and he was drafted as your RB one. Right. So I think people took that personal. Yeah, I think it's stupid. So. He's a value. He also. I got an article. Up. Had... You can go check it out. <laughs>
2: yeah. It, it's crazy. So, all right, that's news and notes. Let's move on to our draft. We are fantasy football nerds. And, um, that's 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 what we do we like to draft you brought it up earlier draft season's coming upon us you had us draft earlier you had me draft off the whim right so it's i mean this is like three draft talks in one episode and we're sitting at 32 minutes let's go so all right this week's draft right we just had fourth of july and i don't know about anything else that's more american than the fourth of july other than little debbie snacks so we're going to draft our top five little debbie snacks she looks pretty american little yeah. debbie's been around since since i mean 1776 i can it's a fact you can google it don't do it mm-hmm. though but it's it's definitely a fact little debbie since 1776. Well, they, didn't have, they didn't
3: have google back there back then it came so over. it's not it's not documented right yeah it was on the
2: mayflower i'm pretty damn sure so that is that that's one of the boats right um yes <clears throat> but i only know that because uh, one i learned it in school but two there was this girl uh her name was uh candace mayfield that I went to high school with, or went to school with, and she was just always bigger than everybody, like a foot taller than everybody until we got to high school. Like she was like mm-hmm. early, but she was also like big, big, like she should have played football with us and been like a left tackle dog. So Jesus. we used to call her the Candace Mayflower. Yeah. Um, when we were being assholes and stuff like that, she would chase yeah. us around the um, you know, the playground or whatever and just like, just straight run through us. Yeah. Like no stopping, no hands, nothing, just bulldoze, us little five foot two 86 pound kids right so nice. we thought we were cool but all right top five little debbie snacks which position are you taking tony first of the turn
3: i'll take the turn i got a couple i want to make sure i lock up i'm good with losing Darn. my top one so i'll take the turn
2: yeah, okay then you got to tell me if this one's your top one so with right. the number one overall pick in the 2022 top five little debbie snacks draft yours truly nate
3: takes the nutty buddy top five that was top five for me
2: okay that's top five the nutty me. buddy is me okay
3: yep. the, the wafers like jack up my mouth like it's like eating Captain crunch
2: no those things War, it's worth it
3: up. it's worth it but it just moves it down a little bit on the range. Oh,
2: especially nate. if you, you don't put them in the freezer put them in the fridge so they're cold right that's that's like my like when i'm Working out heavy and you know losing weight when I lost all that weight or whatever the nutty buddy was like my nighttime snack Like I got done. I'm all tired just got yep. done doing like a 9 30 yoga session thing at night You know limber up mm-hmm. a little go have me a cold nutty buddy out on the porch. Good. It's good stuff, man It's the, it's the reward so
3: I'm gonna look up the Nutty Buddy nutrition label real quick. See Don't what protein, worry. About it. See what the protein content for that bad. <laughs> oh, boy it's is. up there, now. It's peanut butter. It's peanut butter. <laughs> uh, six. Holy shit. Six. So six grams of sugar. Right. We expect that. Thirteen yep. grams of protein. Yeah. Thirteen grams. That's no. That's doubt. How I got these glutes, dog. I'm gonna have to reevaluate my glutes. rankings here. This is gonna change after uh,
2: I've done. Oh, you should have done your whole thing about going like how you did that at the gym. <laughs>
3: Everything. Missed opportunity.
2: Eat eat your nutty buddies at the gym.
3: Yeah. You got two picks. All right. So you didn't take my first pick. That was number five. So my first pick are the fudge brownies. You know, they're sweet and they got the English walnuts. (laughs) So I love them. I love them. And I think some on the box, it says like a treat for two. I'm not sharing that. Those are both mine. Get out of here. Yeah,
2: they're both yours. Dude, people hate those.
3: Like, and I haven't
2: seen the ones with just the walnuts in them in a while. They always Mm -hmm. had the cosmic ones or whatever like that. But. Dude, that fudge brownie thing—it's like c- consistency of fudge, mm-hmm. and it's always just the same. Like you know mm-hmm. what you're gonna get, right? It's—it's it's amazing. It's one of the best ones. That was gonna be my number two. It's been the same since like-
3: we were kids. It's not too sweet. There's just like enough brownie and just enough like a little layer of fudge. It's yeah, just, I don't know. It hits the spot for me. It's—it's it's so fucking good, and people hate it for some reason. so I'm not looking up right. the protein content. There's nothing in. <laughs> <laughs> Uh my second one is going to be the chocolate cupcakes. They're simple, they're sweet, they're satisfying, they're fluffy. I love them. All
2: right. You really messed up because that wasn't even a top 10 for me. Oh, all right. So this is what I'm going to do here. My number 2 is going to be I mean it's the classic honey bun. You can't you can't go wrong with the little Debbie honey bun. They it's it's criminal now because I remember growing up back in my day in the in the <laughs> 1900s right mm-hmm. uh so in the 1900s they used to be 35 cents for a honey bun and now they're like 75 cents for yep. a honey bun and it's ridiculous Like and Inflation. I, they might even be a dollar 35 now i don't know but probably i probably like, like they're bucks, expensive honestly. i feel like they're expensive so i question
3: so. question since you're stealing one of my that's a top six for me do you just open it up and raw dog it or do you pop them in the microwave before you
2: eat it i don't pop it in the microwave that's too much work man like you got to go get like You have to get a little plate because you can't microwave it in the little plastic. So then you got to do a dish later on. And I don't have a female brown lady in my house to do my fucking dishes, Tony. So I got to do my own damn dishes. No, I'm not doing that. I don't even care if I throw stuff in the dishwasher. Like, it doesn't matter. I'm not doing that. It takes too long. It's like, it's like the... The people who do that are the people who heat up pop tarts. They're the worst humans in the world. Like you don't heat up pop tarts. You just you don't eat put them your pop tarts in the toaster. God Get no. The
3: out of here. No. Who puts right. their pop tarts in the toaster? I don't.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> the worst is when people put it on like a paper plate and then throw it in the microwave for like ten seconds and then it's like completely stuck to the paper plate.
3: All right. Hey. Honey bun. Hey. I do the dishes in my household. All right. We got a dishwasher, so technically the dishwasher does the dishes. But I love yeah, it. that's a Mexican lady. <laughs> so two, two. You just get a napkin. You don't need a plate. What are you talking about? Just put it on. A no,
2: napkin. it's too sticky. You can't have oh some sticky God. substance going all over your napkin. You're it's done. gonna. It, you obviously don't clean because if you had to clean a microwave, you would not want to have a honey bun sitting on a paper towel inside your microwave.
3: No, Charlotte cleans all that.
2: Yeah, your dishwasher. All right, I got another one here. Uh, but, 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 but you're going to take One or not two of the ones That I think that you're not going to have Just because I feel like you're going to do that But I'm going to go Star Crunch Star Crunch, classic A lot of people don't like it I think it is delicious mm-hmm. It It's just got that like little rice crispiness to it Or whatever like that Like a crackle chocolate bar or something like that and it's covered in chocolate it's always flimsy too so like it always moves like but it can stay together um so star crunch is my number three so
3: nowhere two. nowhere to be found on my list and i think we're learning something here um listen yeah i'm great you're not Nate. it's the
2: same sh- it's not nothing new
3: <laughs> nate thoroughly <laughs> enjoys getting his mouth wrecked <laughs> so for the gentlemen out there who are on the market just take note hit them up yeah. on the socials at taco court pod is that is it that Taco at naterade 530 at, yeah, at yeah, taco court pod just do that one you can Send find them on the twitter house. facebook and instagram yeah, TikTok, tock everyone tick tock that make sure you get that in there so i got two picks let's see i got fudge brownies i got the chocolate cupcake so lots of chocolate i think mm-hmm. i'll i'll stay on that theme and we'll go ahead and take the swiss rolls and these okay. things have been around for over 50 years so age to perfection Again, they're sweet. (laughs) They're Swiss. They are scrumptious. Give me the Swiss Swiss rolls with my third pick. There you go. Uh, All right, (laughs) on the turn here. Highlight that bad boy. So on the turn with my my fourth pick. So not chocolate, we're going to go ahead and deviate. I got to diversify a little bit. Um, I'm going to go with oatmeal cream pies. Yeah, nothing
2: better than a cream pie. and,
3: And I did some research, Nate. These started it all for Little Debbie. Fun fact, the OG of Little Debbie desserts. Google it.
2: Yeah. fact that's the first thing she came out with was like mm. you know what let me throw some oatmeal in my cream pie people What's better than that. oatmeal
3: cookies two of them two of them. together put some cream in the middle let's go
2: tony doesn't know what a cream pie is
3: i'm trying to keep it i P- i'm trying to keep it pg all right
2: no, i'm not i'm trying to get you fired and so that we could do this thing full time so uh. <laughs> all right so that was gonna be so i had three left that i was gonna pick out of i have 10 here but i had three left um and I'm glad you took the oatmeal cream pie. And so then my last two picks, it really doesn't matter what order they're in, but I'm gonna take them, uh, it doesn't really matter. So my fourth one is gonna be the donut sticks. These things are phenomenal. That's good. And I like them because other people don't like them. They're like kind of super dry, but they're perfect. Like it's like a saltine cracker, right? Like if you're eating saltine crackers and you grab a sleeve of them, you eat the whole sleeve. You don't need anything to drink. You might put a little bit of peanut butter on them. I mean, I'm not doing that with the donut stick, but… Yeah, but we're not quitters. crackers. Yeah, but the fact is, is that you got cracker everywhere, but it's just a challenge to go move your tongue around, like, the top part of your… between your gums and your cheek and stuff like that to get all the little pieces. That's the way it is with the donut stick. They're phenomenal. nice little icing coat on the top of yeah. it. It's pretty cool, so. Um, it'd be interesting if they would come out with different flavors of them, right? Like a little chocolate-covered one, a little maple one, you know? Mm-hmm. A lemon or something like that. That'd be pretty cool, too. But And then my last one, it's probably my second overall favorite Little Debbie snack. And I, I didn't think people liked them, but I could hardly ever find them in the gas station. They're, like, one of the one things that's always taken, and it has the pecan spin wheels. Mm. The pecan spin wheels, you used to be able to get those things in, like, six packs. You know, in your grocery stores and stuff like that. I think you still can. I think it's Tasty Cake who makes like the six or eight pack one. Those things are perfect if you're at the grocery store and you're headed home. You pop, you know, you take them. They're like 97 cents for the eight, six pack. And then you just take that thing and you crush it on the way home. Stop at the gas station, throw it away. So it's like you never did it. And then you have another one inside your bag. And then you get home. You're like, yeah, I just got myself this little snack. You pounded a dozen Pecan Spin Wheels. So the Pecan Spin Wheel, classic. It's great. It's phenomenal. Um, you could eat it as is like that you can roll unroll it you can take mm-hmm. you know take it to pieces there's all kinds of ways all kinds of things you can do with it so constantly
3: well my last pick that's a good one but the protein content for that just three grams per serving oh, yeah. and two sweet rolls uh, is one serving uh oh, just sweet. a little fyi and uh yeah, so
2: you need a, a 12 pack you're sitting there with you know what, 18 grams that's like a protein scoop
3: it's not bad that's not bad a lot of sugar though they got uh, 37 grams of carbs uh 15 grams of sugar 14 grams of added sugar so that's good yeah that's good it's all well, like nice little so pick you, me up yourself they're, those are good I, I like eating those when i used to eat them i'd pick them apart i'd unroll yeah. them a little bit but good choice there uh for me my last pick that's five for you right yep okay so my last pick so i got three primary they're chocolate you know, got some nuts in there, a little bit of cream. I got the oatmeal cream pies, so I got some oatmeal. Uh, that's I think that's healthy. Um, I got to mix it up. I got to get something that's not chocolate. So I'm gonna go with the zebra cakes. They're light, yeah. they're fluffy, they're not too sweet. And again, just diversifying my portfolio. Going to make sure I win this uh, poll. Where are you putting this up? Facebook, Twitter, everywhere. Okay. Make sure everywhere. I get the the all. It'll be it'll Twitter. be in the
2: Spotify too. So if you listen on Spotify, if you're listening on Spotify, when you go to the episode. Uh, and you go to our little page thing at the bottom of it, it's going to have a poll. So it'll say who won the draft, Nate or Tony. And you can vote there on Spotify too and interact there. Spotify also just came out with reviews. So now you can actually review your podcasts okay. on Spotify like you do on Apple Podcasts, which nice. we know that everybody listening has gone and reviewed or created multiple oh, accounts and tried to review. You know, really appreciate that stuff. If you haven't done it, get to it, please. Yeah, five If stars. you like it, even if you don't want to go to five star put whatever you want to put i don't care just let us know so then we can rag you on the next podcast so uh, yeah that's that all right so that's our top five little debbie snacks draft to recap it tony you got the fudge brownie with the walnuts chocolate cupcakes Eh, i'm a hostess chocolate cupcake guy i'm not taking this walmart brand little debbie ones but whatever you like the swiss roll you know i'm pretty sure the swiss roll can also withstand nuclear war like a cockroach um, they remain neutral made they remain neutral yep. at all times. yeah, you're good. so then you got your oatmeal cream pies you know you need fiber with your cream pies yep. and then your zebra cakes a lot of people would say that zebra cake is the number one overall little Debbie snack. so I think those people also make less than twenty thousand dollars a year so uh,
3: <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude when you posted this? all I could think about was like the little Debbie hostess like section of the grocery store. yeah um, at the commissary, it's like right by the bread. And I, I don't know. I was very unhealthy, like younger, when I was younger and then in my teens and as a young adult, but like now I don't even, I can't even look at that section. Not because I don't want to look at it, but because if I do, like I'm grabbing like three boxes of something.
2: I I have to, every time I go to the grocery store or I have to go get groceries, uh, I stop and get Little Debbie's. Like it's either Pecan Spin Wheels if they have the box and that box is hardly ever there too. So apparently they're a thing. Right. Maybe it's just because we live in Colorado and everybody's hipster and stuff like that. And,
0: absolutely,
2: you know, everybody who's actually lives in Colorado isn't from Colorado. So because I don't know, I'm learning that that's just mm-hmm. random thoughts like people from Colorado actually don't do anything in the mountains. But all the other people that aren't from Colorado are like, oh, mm-hmm. my favorite thing is hiking. Congrats. Yeah. You're just like every other fucking douchebag here. Yeah.
3: So. The transplants are the ones keeping the mountain resorts open. All right. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Nobody else is doing that. So, yeah.
2: um all right, so that's that. But yeah, I come away with something: Nutty Buddies, or pecan spin wheels, oatmeal cream pies, something every time. So, uh, yep. All right, my list: Nutty Buddy Star Crunch, pecan spin wheels, honey buns, and donut sticks. Go, just go ahead and vote for me. Just you know, <laughs> reach out to us on all your socials, Taco Court Pod, and say, "Damn, Nate is like the top five of Little Debbie's. Like, it's not that he won the draft; he is the top five Little Debbie's, <laughs> So. Uh, we can go ahead and go do that. So, all right. So before we get into our next segment, rants and rays, we will pay a little homage to our friends. And that is you, Tony, and your podcast, the 58 West King podcast. You want to tell us a little bit about what you guys got going on over there. So these assholes can go listen to that, John.
3: <laughs> yeah. So look us up 58 W King podcast. Um, we're on Twitter at that handle. Uh, you can see it here. If you're watching video, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, pretty much anywhere, You can download a podcast, but we just talk football. We talk about our league, which is going into year 14. Nate plays in that league. He's a former champion. Um, Fun fact, Mm -hmm. we've only had one repeat winner. He's won three. Jason, he'll let you know that. So lots of parody, uh, lots of fun stuff that we talk about. We try to keep it entertaining. We got a lot of mock drafts uh, we're Mm -hmm. talking about right now. Pretty much once a week, we have a mock draft, so you can kind of see where we're at inside our head and then kind of where other players are going uh, this time of year.
2: Yeah, a lot more football content there. Kind of touch on it a little bit here, but
3: yeah,
2: we're trying to wrestle some feathers, so yeah, go ahead and go listen to that. Um, I heard that you guys, I heard from a little bird I was talking to the other day that um, you guys ran a mock draft, right? I saw that you guys were running a mock draft and you sent it to us right through a group text or whatever. Is that you? And um, I heard about the name of an individual that was drafting within that draft, and I also heard that you guys might have done an entire podcast episode about me being that person Mm -hmm. and my name was brought up a lot and I am here to tell you that was not me I was inside I was inside of a Barnes and Noble just checking out books and like reading books in Barnes and Noble and I came out with three of them um which uh, uh we're gonna hit on that here in a little bit too but yeah I didn't draft I didn't draft that team but okay. it sounded like it could have been me, and um, your co-host was talking to me about that the other day. And he was like, "Wait, that wasn't you?" And it's like, "No." He's like, "Oh, this is gonna be really fun then,
3: because it wasn't."
2: <laughs> He's like, "There's a lot of banter, but
3: mystery continues." So I, I thought it was you the entire time, and then we got to the end, and they got like a really high draft grade, and I was like, oh, "That's not Nate." Yeah, he got it, like a 90. honor. that's not Nate. You
2: know, it was me. No, no, it wasn't me. I never get those things. So, but yeah, I picked up three books. One is called uh, "Flow." It's a national bestseller by someone with a really long name, but I heard about it through uh, Jay Shetty. It's basically uh, The Psychology of Optimal Experiences. I got The Power of Now, Guide to Spiritual Enlightenment by Eckhart Tolle. It's kind of, I got that out of Jay Shetty also, and um, the artist Russ, who was in the last, not in the last podcast, but we featured the, the draft about. And then I picked up Russ's book called It's All in Your Head um or whatever like that which is pretty cool because i download the audiobook version and i listen to mm-hmm. the audiobook as i read along in the book because i got, get mixed up and whatever like that i don't know if it's like some dyslexia or whatever but he has like music in his the way he reads it and stuff like that so every chapter is a song that he's sung and it talks about you know a bunch of different stuff but it's a really short read like it's it took me i think the audiobook is like a, an hour 20 or something like that mm-hmm. so it's pretty cool so i'll um I finished that one. I'm working on flow right now. But Mm -hmm. um, on that topic, Tony, uh, the last time that you were on, we were talking about New Year's resolution stuff, things we wanted to do in the new year. And you had talked about how you wanted to read more, a book a month. So I'm here to check on you. I said I was going to do a book every two weeks, and I've been doing a book every two weeks. I would like to know your thoughts on the books that you have read in the year 2022 now that we are six months through.
3: I had a plan to read at least – one book a month. And mm-hmm. I am so far 75% done with one book. <laughs> <laughs> what are you reading? Oh, Epic failure. It's a uh, super forecasting. So okay. uh, the late Mike Taglier from fantasy pros, he's just the dude who I started listening to. He was like one of the very first like fantasy football content creators that I kind of latched onto, right? Yep. Dude, super humble, super nice, t- super knowledgeable, but he recommended that like, I don't know, 2 3 years ago when I first started listening to him, he passed away recently. Um so I picked it up, uh, ordered it and I started reading it. Um my excuse, my alibi. I there really is none for not reading. <laughs> <laughs> like I have so much time at work, but it's it's because of work. Like I started 12-hour shifts. Uh, we switched our schedules in January and so I've been working four on, 12-hour shifts. There's zero zero free time um mm-hmm. when you're not working. So four days useless, right. Out of an eight day span, but then we do get four off. But what I found with the four on four off is that because I can't do anything in the four days I'm on, like I have to cram everything into my four days off gym uh, appointments, uh, my wife's appointment. So I can watch the kids, the kids appointment. So I can watch one kid or the other, right. Grocery mm-hmm. store, paying bills, all that stuff, this kind of stuff, this content creation, research, fantasy football, video games. Like it, I don't know. It, it really condenses like your free time. So that was one of the things, unfortunately, that kind of fell to the wayside. That's my yeah. alibi, and I'm Gotta sticking make it to a it.
2: Make it a priority. I know. So I could I do it at going work. To read Thirty minutes a day.
3: So I could do it at work. Like I could just take it. But for anyone who hasn't worked crew, you're there with a few people. If I'm just sitting there with my face in a book, I'm kind of ignoring the crew, right? And so mm-hmm. I just try to get to know those guys. Watch a show with them. Play a you know a game if we're working mids. So especially when you're in a leadership style role. Right? Yeah, and on and on matters, days like. like everyone's got a fire right so I, I couldn't do it i couldn't pull it off on days yeah so i'll try to do cool. better all right all right thanks for listen. bringing up my failure i feel like you knew yeah. i haven't been reading too you son of a bitch
2: all right so to recap that last segment go listen to this failures podcast 58 West King podcast <laughs> you can listen to that down below so <laughs> oh shit uh yeah there's links down below though you can check out all that kind of stuff so um cool we'll move on Last segment before the last segment: rants and raves. This one's kind of a fun one. But um, last time I wanted to rant and I ended up raving because Terrence <laughs> preached positivity. Mm-hmm. So you get to go first: rants or raves? You pick.
3: So, do we have time to talk about uh, Roe v. Wade and overturning fifty years of legal precedent? Do we have the time?
2: Whatever, whatever you want to do, man. It's your time, and I don't have anything I don't allow on this thing. So,
3: uh, I'll pass. Uh, we can talk about it privately abortions
2: no
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh god so i think i've ranted every single time you've done this segment with me
2: mm-hmm.
3: and i really wanted to i've got plenty of things to rant about but i'm going to rave this time okay okay i'm going to rave this time i haven't raved once and i feel like that's okay. that's bad on me but i'm going to rave about a good friend of ours is that mm-hmm. allowed can we rave about our friends oh, jesus christ
2: depend who is it
3: he's tall he's from the middle east Okay. He's soft-spoken. Fine. He looks like Caillou. Yeah. Are you going to drop some Caillou <laughs> he's music own, in here? He's got his own shot. <laughs> he's got his own show. <laughs> the guy I'm about to rave about we're trashing on. It's perfect. Cool. It's called balance. You got to balance yeah, it out with your yeah, friends, yeah. right? So he is he's not in this league, though most likely uh, most people know him. Matt Kendall, uh, dude is working undermanned right now. I kind of see it when I'm at work, right? I'm working 12s. He's not, but like I see, he's very stressed. Um, so he's like all but a single point of failure uh, in the section he works in. Um, he's got like a candy. Let's, let's, let's
2: be clear real quick. He's really skinny, so he's not all but. He is. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. Uh, I don't know.
3: Yeah. He carries Just all his fat. Look, it's, no, it's, it doesn't go it, he carries all his fat up top. It doesn't go down low uh, below the belt. Cool. All right, go. But uh he's got like a super can do positive attitude. Like I've seen him talk to leadership, talk to his peers, kind of talk to the uh, subordinates below him, and it's very positive about it, even though it is a really shitty situation. He'll let you know his frustrations privately, but publicly he does have a very positive attitude, and it's always gonna be constructive when you talk to him. And most importantly, he hooked me up with an escape route from the crew life I was talking about a little bit ago. So it's mm-hmm. a job within our squadron, just a, a different section. So it's huge because I've been on crew since April of last year with a couple of breaks uh, in the in between. But there's been like a lot of discussions of just like me getting passed off to training. So it's huge that I'm going to be able to stay at the squadron. I've done like a year and a half of crew for, right? So I, I do Gosh. appreciate it. And I do appreciate him. So... Also with the Matt thing, like he's a really good friend. And and Nate, I know you understand that being in the military, like good friends are really tough to come by. You know, we've been lucky enough to be in a group chat for how many years now? The guys at Halloween, I think we're
2: going on 10.
3: Yeah. So there's only a handful of us, but like you don't get that from every base. Like I've been to four or five different duty stations now, deployed three times. Like I don't have that many like lasting relationships, right? But with you guys and with Matt, like I think I do have that just because we move so much faces change but when you when you are able to find that it, it is awesome finding someone you can rely on uh, people you can trust people who are just like really good human beings you talked about that uh, at yep. the very beginning of the show but i think that's all of those things and then some and that's all that's the last positive thing i'm going to say about how
2: that. how awkward do you feel right now that you had to speak it's, like emotionally positive about it's someone?
3: so awkward and i trashed like, him a lot last year And i can't sweating. wait I cannot wait to get back to trashing him in Champions League. You are sweating right now, and you're about to yep. take a drink of water because you
2: can't breathe. And I'm and I'm, I'm angry. I'm pretty sure that you did that just to try to get us close to being over an hour, and we have like three to half minutes left. So yep. each the the podcast is going to be over half an hour because of the music and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and all the extra sound. But our actual talking, um, yeah, you're a dick. All right, all right. my rants and raves. I'm going to rave again also. So I am going to rave about probably my favorite restaurant right now, and that is Chipotle. Chipotle. You can go to Chipotle and order a burrito bowl, right? I'm just not a fan of big, huge, massive burritos. They do nothing for me. They're annoying. It's not how I ate a burrito growing up in a brown Mm home. So... Like, no one at home makes a big-ass burrito like that until after Chipotle was coming. So, yeah. anyways, Chipotle, right? You go get a bowl. Starts out base 960, right? Then you figure it out what meat you want to get. So let's say I'm getting chicken, right? Mm -hmm. All right, so I'm going to get a bowl. You get some rice, whatever you want, right? If you want brown or white, I don't know. I do white rice. Boom. You get pinto beans because they're, like, really good, fibrous that protein all that kind of stuff get the extra pinto beans it's not not a cost right boom you put your pinto beans can i get extra pinto beans boom yep go put the fajitas the fajita vegetables on there you get your bell peppers your onions and all that kind of stuff they add some color to your bowl throw that in there get some extra fajita stuff right boom that's free as well then you go get your chicken right or if you want steak you can pay your extra two bucks or whatever i do chicken it's like nine dollars and eighty cents for the bowl with chicken right Mm -hmm. if you want extra it's like an extra three bucks but i just do the regular chicken boom you get your chicken then you go over and it's like do you want a salsa you can put a salsa on it i get the pico i might add another salsa to it just to add some different flavor or whatever but i get the pico because it's got some vegetables add some flavor uh fill it up as much as you want with pico boom then i'll go add if you want corn i'm not a big fan of it but you could do the corn and then you could do the cheese and the lettuce right and that's what i do boom But all those little extras fill up that bowl so heavily that you can get three meals out of it for nine bucks or like 10 bucks, right? Um, And there's nowhere else that you can do that. If I go to McDonald's and like, I can sit there for sure too. If I wanna stretch it, I can get three meals or whatever like that. If I wanna eat throughout the day off of one bowl and it's like 10 bucks. Um, There's nowhere else that you can go buy food and you're going to be like, yeah, I'm going to have three meals that satisfy me, especially if you're trying to be active and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. The stuff that is in that is super good for you, for one, and it's super clean. It's it feels clean. It doesn't feel all greasy and stuff like that, and you can do that. And I was home for like two and a half weeks between my trip from Hawaii for work and then this one in Las Vegas for work. And I pretty much ate Chipotle the entire time because I didn't want to go grocery shopping and all that kind of stuff and leave food in the house for a month. So uh, shout out Chipotle. I just grabbed some more here right across from where I'm staying. And uh, I'm a a big fan of the Chipotle. One thing I want to try out, though, is I saw on TikTok. It was how to order Chipotle. And this girl ordered through the app and she ordered a single taco. It's like $3.98 for a single taco, right? So you can get a single taco you can get an extra tortilla on the side, free, right? With your taco, you can get your, your meat, get it on the side and you can get every topping that you would put in a bowl on the side. So they'll put it in a cup essentially, and you can get a full burrito for basically four bucks rather than paying that, that other price. So it's a life hack. It's a life hack. Uh, it probably won't last long. So if you're, if you do order through the app order all the extra stuff that's free on the Mm -hmm. side and then you'll basically be able to put together like an an entire full chipotle burrito so
3: can i pile on your chipotle rave go ahead not only with the burrito bowl uh, do um yes all the contents (laughs) of what you order in the bowl but like you'll get the tortilla you mentioned it with the the Mm -hmm. taco but they'll Mm -hmm. give you the tortilla as well uh, on the side in a little uh, piece of aluminum foil but uh i'm a family of four right we go we get two burrito bowls so that's like almost 20 bucks and then mm-hmm. two kids meals which is enough for the kids it's like a quesadilla quesadilla rice beans i think they get like chocolate milk and some chips or something too and you yep. get two of those for under 10 bucks so like you can feed a family of four for under 30 bucks it's, yeah. it's awesome and you can order ahead of time so you show up you pick it up and you walk out so i, yeah. I love chipotle i'm on board i like the table. Yep.
2: My only gripe is their bags. Their bags are massive. They're like 18 inches tall, no matter what you get, right? It's like, I got a bowl and I got to put my whole arm in this bag. Seems kind of overkill, but- But
3: but they got the cool handles and like you can stuff some journals in there and like tape it close for the future, right? Yeah, it's good that
2: is i didn't i didn't think about that that would be good so
3: yep.
2: um oh also with chipotle right if you don't want to do your dishes uh you can sit there and you get unlimited dishes you can go get your forks your spoons your knives all the napkins you want you can save up on tabasco if you're on a budget chipotle you can eat for an entire you could probably eat for like two days off a bowl if you really stretch it out just enough for survival type of stuff so shout out chipotle you got anything else before we get the hell out of here, Tony? Anything you want to say? Anything you want to say to the people that are listening? Anything you want to say to our league mates, any of our friends?
3: No, I'm looking forward to competing with these guys uh, this upcoming season. It's going to be fun. Are we doing Hey, Oh, are you going to announce the draft? Are we you going to talk about that yet, or are you saving it? Um, You saving it to have more details? Date? I don't know. I just need a
2: date. I forget the date. Whatever the last preseason game is, it's like week three. What was it? Yeah. Steelers and Lions or something yeah. like that. So it'll be during that game so okay um we'll, we'll do it during that game i'll host it at my house get there you know whatever four hours early from the draft we'll yes. we'll barbecue up and stuff like that hang out we'll figure out right. how to get you know a big zoom thing going on or yep. or the stream yard or whatever like that get everybody who's remote let's, on the let's horn do it
3: man i will help you i'll run the remote thing you run the draft we gotta got
2: i have another tv also so nick gave me a tv for free it's like a 60 inch or whatever like that. So I got do two it. TVs there that we could hook up computers to and stuff like that to be able to broadcast it or whatever like that. Um, and we'll figure out how to do all that stuff logistically. I don't know how to like run a digital draft board that everybody can see and be able to put in picks and stuff like that. It might take a little yeah. longer. So we might and it's a Sunday. So starting it earlier, I don't mind starting it during a game. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Uh, I don't think that those players will be playing much that we're going to care about, you know, the. Claypoles, the jared goffs yeah. of the world and stuff like that so so we'll we'll get it running and we'll figure out the details there but yeah we'll do it live if you're in the colorado area or if you want to come up from new mexico or if you want to come out from california wherever i don't care If you want to come out we've got room we'll figure it out yep between all of us we got enough rooms if people want to yep. travel i've got, you know, got a guest bedroom i'll put someone up yep. tonight yep it's very nice i've done somersaults on it so uh <laughs> on the bed in there so You, so I was down there the other day for 4th of July because I went to go take a leak, but I had, I had really bad gas, so I didn't want to like blow up the, the upstairs upstairs one or the main floor. Yeah. Um, but so I went down there and is that a computer monitor that's in there now that can act like a TV or is that a TV that's up on the dresser?
3: (laughs) So yes, we did add a TV after you left.
2: You son of a bitch. (laughs) I had to walk. I had to walk fifteen steps to get out to the TV in the living room area down there, and now, oh was no,
3: weird. fifteen steps. So my brother <laughs> and his wife uh, and their young their uh, their daughter, they stayed with us maybe like a week or so around Christmas, and I hooked up like a Roku to it, so they had like Disney, Amazon, whatever, just so yeah. they you know could like keep the kid in there for nap time, hang out in the morning before like everyone was up. just give them some options so they didn't have to like take the fifteen steps out right. So yeah. No, it, was, it was, was not a it, it was not only a direct shot at you but it did serve a purpose yeah. for the brother
2: it must must not must be nice to not you know to be a dirty Italian I don't know so you wouldn't have
3: even watched it get out of here you had your- I know
2: I wouldn't have watched it <laughs> I have a TV in my room like my I got one of those like it's like a suite basically right so I have like a full living room right here mm-hmm. and a full kitchen and then my bedroom for my hotel Yeah, And um, there's a TV in my room and I don't turn it on. I just watch on my laptop in the bed. Like the laptop sits next to me on the bed or on my lap.
3: Exactly. Yeah.
2: All right. We're going to get out of here. So banger of the week. So yesterday, Tony, I was inside Shoe Palace. I was looking for shoes. I just like, I like shoe shopping. There's a lot of cool stuff in Vegas that you don't see anywhere else. Right. There's a couple shoe stores that are like really, um, what do you say, Uh, in tune, hype uh what do you call it i don't know what you call it right but streetwear brands and stuff like that Mm -hmm. like stores that have all kinds of stuff that you can't get other places right they're super marked up but you can get them here right so i was going through all these stores but i was in shoe palace and they play loud music and stuff and it's pretty cool they have a lot of music there and the song came through the speakers and i recognized the artist really quick i was like oh i know who that is but i hadn't heard the song so it was bugging me because i'm I pride myself on being up on music, right? Like I've listened to the whole Brent Faiz, uh album that just dropped last Friday probably like 20 times already. Like I, I'll listen to the same song like 40 times in a row, 50 times in a row, just until I know it uh, mm-hmm. all the way. But I hadn't heard this one, and it was released just a couple weeks ago. So after listening to it all those 40, 50 times in a row, I was like, oh, this song – Is something that kind of sounds like something we would talk about during draft season, right? Like we'd listen to, or you get done with your draft, and you're like, yeah, nobody gets it or something like that, right? They're going to talk shit, but this, that, the other, whatever like that. Um, So anyways, the song is by Polo G, and it is Distraction for Tony. I am Nate. Love you, bye.
3: Our seven minutes, let's go.
0: I go so hard, they still discredit my talent Took shit too far, now they regretting what happened Hard for my mama to accept, I'm a savage You play, I'm letting you have it No shots let off, there's too much blood for a napkin They claim we locked in, what if I wasn't rapping Pay for that ecstasy, could keep from relapsing Bring out the best in me, I'd be a distraction uh. If I tell my stepper, come and slide, then he coming And I know it's fucked up, how you dead? out the hunter Let's live a savage life, that's just how you burn me. But shit, at least as a nigga I can count on for something uh, We let them count as far play with us, get punished uh, We really had it hard, now blessings abundant Cheer till I hit the top, now they can't wait to see me plumbing. Like for every win, another hell come punch me in my stomach I couldn't even enjoy my birthday, bitch come to me about assumptions They can't fuck with me on my worst day, I don't rent it up all hundreds Baby, shot Rock is my birthplace, if we got a problem, we slump it Hard time spending the worst pain and you never get a refund I go so hard, they still discredit my talent Took shit too far, now they regretting what happened Hard for my mama to accept, but I'm a savage You play, I'm letting you have it Them shots let off, there's too much blood for a napkin They claim we locked in, what if I wasn't rapping? Pay for that ecstasy, could keep from relapsin' Bring out the best in me, I'll be a distraction uh, uh. Glocks, tear Yeah, these my new bitches Hit they black with two switches and make my shot a shoot different We can empty out 200 shots In less than two minutes MB was one of ours So that shouldn't be a name that you mention Hoping I'm talking, you listen Cause I'm just hoping you get it I tell my nigga about itself Hate hey, ain't got nothing to do with it And you can't call my phone for help That's if I heard that you snitching Don't speak on bodies, on your belt This just ain't how we do business uh. Bad news, turn your whole day tragic All he heard was that cake clapping Any problem, we stepping up like the crate channel my heart on that, no that Still wanna know. A lot of snake bites, got low grass, can't feel our trust. I go so hard, they still discredit my timing. Took shit too far, now they regretting what happened. Hard for my mama to accept, I'm a savage. You play, I'm letting you have it. Them no shots let off, there's too much blood for a napkin. They claim we locked in, what if I wasn't rapping? Feel for that ecstasy, could keep from relaxing. Bring out the best in me or be a distraction. uh.